Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Lights Out F1 podcast. We're coming uh, at you right after the French Grand Prix, and uh, what a Grand Prix it was. Uh, I, yeah. I wasn't expecting that much from France, but uh, it was something. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know what uh, I'm coming to get you in Dutch is, but uh, that's what Verstappen's definitely been um, been saying this, this championship race, right? <sighs> yeah. um, that's a hat trick of wins for Red Bull now, first, first time, time for them in the turbo hybrid years. era. Wow. Uh, and yeah, going into the weekend, um, it was pretty much uh, in collective agree- agreement among like F1 fans that <clears throat> Paul Ricard wouldn't really um, give us a good race, more of a more of a processional race. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was anything. pretty boring two years ago. Last time, pretty much every time they, since they've returned the past uh, few years. But um, yeah, it was it was really really good. I think um, a lot of interesting strategies. Uh, the undercut. Um, was obviously really Very powerful, yeah. more than they definitely expected. Um, but yeah, first, um, the first half after Max um made that mistake after turn one and Lewis took the lead, yeah. things looked like they were pretty stationary for a bit. Not much was going on, but then you know once the pit stops started happening and the strategy started to come into play, it got really interesting. Um, yeah, definitely got. A lot spicier in the second half of the race, right? When after uh, they started figuring out, is going from probably a one stop to a two stop. When some of the teams started figuring that out, that's when it got really interesting. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't see how Mercedes didn't see that coming. I mean, Red Bull yeah, did what Mercedes did to them in in Spain this not, year. Not uh, sure what happened with yeah. um the date, like the data, like what it said and everything. I don't know if it had to do with the track maybe being cooler at the start because it had just rained. Um, but yeah, Mercedes kind of just dropped the ball and got a taste of their own medicine, didn't yeah. they? Um, but props to Red Bull and Max yeah, um, and Sergio, of course. They they made that strategy work, and they couldn't have asked for. I mean, I get. I guess they could have asked for a better race. Max did have the mistake, but they they did executed that strategy to um, perfection. Um, I think a major key point in Max getting that overtake though on the penultimate lap was. Um, Let's look at like his outlap after his pit and then um, Hamilton's pit stop as well. So they pit Bottas around lap 17. Then Mercedes decided not to pit Lewis the lap after, but I think the lap after that. Mm-hmm. And um, everything seemed okay. You know, they had like a three-second buffer, I think, that they thought. Um, and obviously, they didn't think the undercut was going to be that powerful. But then um, even with Lewis getting a pit stop that was like a tenth quicker than Verstappen, mm. I think Verstappen's outlap... It was, was really just, strong. Yeah. was very good. And, yeah, uh, obviously, like, once Lewis came out the pit, Max was already down the uh, pit straight. Yeah, they got close. I mean, when, when Lewis was yeah, leaving the Yeah, got really pits, close. It was, he was almost but, up to uh, Max. Verstappen had the edge on that one. And um, from then, uh, yeah, it was uh, playing back into Red Bull's hands again. And then um, I think they figured uh, these these tires aren't going to last, especially with um, Valtteri and Lewis chasing down Max. Yeah. Um, Max had to push a little harder. And they made the call at the perfect time. Yeah. Um, I mean, also, and, I mean, and shout out Checo for for keeping yeah. the those hard tires alive for that long on the one yeah. stop. Red Bull, Red Bull, got to be very pleased with their second driver doing exactly what he needs to do. Um, and he was on a one stopper, and he was still able to um, manage it very well, get ahead of Valtteri, Overtake which Valtteri. was critical. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just I think he put in his fastest lap of the race on the last lap, even on those like worn tires. He was still yeah. Increasing the pace, he was yeah still one of the tire Mercedes. management kings for sure. Him and definitely him and, him Lewis. and Lewis, yeah, 
Um, yeah, really impressive outing though. Um, momentum on Red Bull's side right now. It's it like Christian said, if they can beat Mercedes here, they can, they can beat, beat them, them anywhere. anywhere. So. It'll be interesting to see as we have ne- the next two rounds at the Red Bull Ring. Yeah, itself uh, a track where Max is very good at. Um, unfortunately, last year <clears throat> on the first uh, round of uh, the Red Bull Ring races, he had the DNF. Uh, I think the engine failure. Um, I forgot exactly what happened second race, but we know last year Mercedes was just so dominant. It, yeah, it was it, like it would take a extraordinary amount of luck to beat them. Um, even with a better strategy, but um, I digress. We're gonna have the next two rounds at the Red Bull Ring. We'll we'll see what happens. Mercedes are definitely gonna need to be on top of uh, their strategy and mm-hmm. just everything not, else. Not something you usually expect coming into a weekend. Saying Mercedes has to be on top of things, not not Red Bull. Uh, yeah, you know? it's, exactly. it's, it's times are changing. I mean, it's a very different season from what we've seen any other point in the Turbo Hybrid era. Where yeah, I mean, it's similar. I guess the Ferrari's challenge. I mean, in eighteen, with Vettel was pretty yeah, close. Yeah, the too. first half especially yeah, they were not with Red Bull. really close. But uh, something seems a little different, you know, yeah. uh, with Max being such a young, exciting, emerging talent. Um, we we might be looking at a changing of the guard, kind of that Alonso Schumacher um, two year period um we might be seeing a parallel to that um yeah. but i think it's going to be critical for mercedes to stop stop fucking over valtteri <laughs> honestly uh if they want uh, you know yeah, him he to was be not happy if they don't France. plan on replacing valtteri mid-season and they want him to be a factor in this they're gonna need to basically like treat him you know i guess more equally in the team honestly yeah but i think they don't want to do that because they still have uh, a driver's championship and a constructors championship on the line and valtteri is like nowhere he has no chance of getting the, the drivers so oh I mean, no they, they certainly, got preference certainly they got they definitely uh, no do want to um preference lewis just because he is their their top gunner in the title fight for the world driver's championship but sergio is only getting better yeah you know? i mean i mean i think every race this season it, it goes on I feel like the rift between Valtteri and Mercedes is just growing, growing and growing. Deeper, yeah. Like more stuff. No, it, he seems like more frustrated every week. This was I mean, definitely it's, his... It's looking um, like the relationship is, is coming to a, a, a breaking point. Yeah. Um, it's it's definitely... Yesterday was mo- his most fiery outburst yet. Probably I've ever seen Mercedes. from him, I think. Um, yeah. No, definitely. Um, and I think that is a sign of what you said. The rift getting um, bigger and bigger. And um, I don't know if they're going to make an effort to mend that or if they're just going to keep kind of neglecting him kind of make him look like the the bad one so that give him a reason to to swap yeah, george to, in mid-season exactly. yeah i don't know but um <laughs> we'll see but uh valtteri i think b- before the pissed off early on in the race he was doing good he was matching um lewis and max pretty much on pace doing yeah, exactly what faster he needs than, to do checko for most of the race but yeah um after they pitted him early which was against his wishes uh, it was it was kind of tough for him to manage the tires. Um, some people think he was kept out there to kind of keep a buffer for Lewis, block, mm-hmm. slow down Max a bit. But mm-hmm. um, we saw obviously that didn't, didn't do much. that didn't work yeah. too well. His tires were too gone at that but, point. But um, yeah, uh, point in case is that Red Bull, Red Bull won, and uh, Mercedes, yeah. you know, got a taste of their own medicine. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah. overall, I mean, if if this season. Uh, could produce such a good French Grand Prix. I'm very excited to see what happens in Austria because Austria is known for good racing. Good so racing, I mean, yeah. with a season like this, uh, it should be very, very interesting. Yeah, no, I we're 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 definitely we have been in for a treat, and I think we're in for a treat for the rest of the season. Yeah, I don't think it'll be quite like the 2018 season with Vettel and Hamilton. I think 
Red Bull will stay right there, neck and neck with Mercedes. Um, and yeah, and moving on, yeah. Uh, we have McLaren. McLaren had a great weekend. And Ricardo, especially, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, bouncing back looks like his old self a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a great showing for both of them. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it was definitely needed for uh, Danny. He needed that confidence boost. Um, they finished fifth and sixth. I think it's as good yeah. as they could have. They, they, they took third for, in, the, in the constructors, I think, from from Ferrari. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they have a nice lead over them, and uh, them going back to more conventional tracks. I think McLaren can um, breathe a little bit, um, mm-hmm. going away from those um, low speed tracks. Yeah, it was kind of a, a false like show of hope for Ferrari and their fans because <laughs> having Monaco and Baku back to back tracks that like really suit their car. This is definitely a, a closer look at reality, I think, for the rest of the oh, season. Oh, certainly, yeah. yeah. Especially with Ferrari announcing that they're going to stop developing their 2021 car. Yeah. Um, it It's going to... My guess is that McLaren are just going to keep pulling away. And, um, yep. yeah, the conventional tracks, I don't think Ferrari stand a chance against McLaren. Yeah, I think week after week, more. McLaren looks like they're coming closer and closer to securing third place in yeah. this year. Especially with... You know, if Danny can keep... Going on the up with this, with his results and everything, and getting done. that confidence back. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't think it'll be much of a constructors' race between McLaren and Ferrari. Oh yeah. Anymore, but um, maybe Hungary. We'll see. <laughs> Ferrari might be able to do something there. Um, who else? Uh, Alonso had a pretty good weekend. Yeah, I mean, not right? not horrible. Uh, kind of. Where, where do you, where do you finish? Given their uh, given their package, P eight. Yeah, yeah, given their package, I think is as good as they probably could have done. I mean, he gained one one position from quality to the race. I think kind of disappointing for the uh the French, French fans yeah. to for their French team uh to perform like that. Also, French drivers. Uh, I mean, Pierre Gasly. Um, what he finished seventh. Lost the position from qualifying though, so I mean, still uh, kind of I mean, sad for the I think the French fans to see both their t- home team and both their French drivers not really perform that great. But you don't think uh, Gasly did good? I mean, he started sixth, finished seventh, so I mean, nothing, nothing too crazy. You can't really battle too much with the Clarence. No, though, I mean, I'm not blaming him. I'm just saying, it's still kind of it just sucks. Yeah, I, yeah, I it could have been more exciting. I mean, because yeah. we've, we've seen him pull off some like miraculous podiums and, and wins. I think it would have been interesting, but uh, you know. I he think could have, he could have crashed out yeah. too. So. I th- I think it's as good as he could have done. So I still tip my hat off to Gasly. Definitely better than his French counterpart um, Alcon did this weekend, yeah. especially after getting signed to that three year extension. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I guess he just he got he got the money. He's gonna relax now. I guess <laughs> I don't know. Took his one off the gas a little bit. No, just kidding. Especially um, at the home race, though. I mean, it's I mean I don't think it's 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 a sign of things to come. I think if Alpine yeah. shows that they they have faith in him they want to go with him long term for at least for three more years i mean uh i see no reason why he can't continue to improve i mean he's shown a lot of potential uh i mean his three-year extension is kind of a, a pretty big blow to the alpine academy prospects like uh joe and uh guanyu yeah guanyu joe and who, who else uh um not sure who else yeah, um, but still, would be slated for a seat next year, but yeah, um, but I mean, it's it, it really must uh, crush all of their hopes of ever getting to <laughs> F one in that Alpine seat at least. Uh, yeah, that's you know. the that's the reality. F one, I guess sometimes. Yeah, it's rough. A couple of the other stand up performances, though. Bastian Vettel did really well, and I I think George Russell. I don't think enough people are talking about that performance. Uh, he thinks it is maybe his best race ever in a Williams. Um, I personally think he did really good too. To yeah, P twelve. I mean, yeah, to like keep he, the car there. He finished ahead of uh, of Alfa Romeo, yeah, Esteban, and a Ferrari. Charles, yeah, he finished ahead of Charles Leclerc. I mean, that's that's 
pretty yeah, impressive. Just, to, in just the to put his car up there and keep it there. Yeah. I mean, I, is there really much more Mercedes need to see? I, I don't think so. I think I think uh, if ever the circumstances were to come together where Mercedes would consider kicking their second driver out midseason, I think this season is it because they have a very big challenge from Red Bull. Valtteri's mm-hmm. underperforming. Yep. Checo is being the second driver Red Bull ever had, and he's outperforming Valtteri yeah, in that position. Like so, and Russell is driving the wheels off that that uh, Williams. Yeah, with Mercedes giving <laughs> Bottas the the Ferrari to Vettel treatment, uh, I don't I don't know. It's gonna be. I think yeah. he might be in for an ugly divorce there. It could be. Um, but yeah, props to Russell. Really good performance. And yeah. uh, also, think I did. I think uh, Stroll did a pretty fine job. You know, he started what nineteenth. Yeah, like the absolute back. Um, mm-hmm. And he was able to get, you know, Nick that one final point in 10th. I yeah. uh, did really well. Um, but I think both the Aston Martins really, they also were on uh, uh, like a late pit, like overcut strategy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, it worked out pretty decently for them. Yeah. yeah props to them. The strategists um, seem like they've been doing a good job lately, you yeah. know, especially with last Not week. Mercedes, though. <laughs> yeah, Mercedes, uh, I don't know. I think it's with them getting the, the challenge, like a proper challenge. You know, it's been a while. Exposing them. And then, you know, the Alphas didn't too... I mean, they did pretty much as good as they could have hoped for. Um, yeah, both the Alpha Romeos and Alpha Tari's. I mean, nothing too exciting. Uh, same with the Haas's and Latifi. I mean, as much as you expect <laughs> from them, pretty much. Uh, but in qualifying, Mick Schumacher, he got his first Q2. Yeah, he did get to Q2. And uh, uh, he secured it in a in, in a very uh, fashion reminiscent of his father uh, and how he did All jokes in Monaco to the, to the Schumacher fans out there. Yeah. You know, we, we know it was a real ac- it was yeah. just an accident but um, so props to him to get yeah, q2, to get in, q2 in, in that in car first place, yeah in his rookie season That's, it's impressive yeah definitely um we've seen i feel like recently schumacher make a couple more mistakes in practice and mm-hmm. qualifying mm-hmm. um i i don't I'm not sure exactly what's going on I, we know it's a shit car but um hopefully he gets more grip so that he can get more confident so that he can find the limit and push without getting into too many of those costly mistakes um, cause soon enough, <laughs> if he keeps, keeps on this trend, I think Ma- Mazepin is going to be the one who's, uh, less accident prone than him. <laughs> we'll see. We'll though. see. We'll see about that. Still one thing is for season. certain though, is that, uh, he, I mean, Ma- Mazepin's not quite on his pace. Um, no, I mean about what you would expect from Mazepin and Schumacher, both given their, their history. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I don't see a future for Nikita Mazepin and any team that's not owned by his or invested in by his father. So, I mean, it's about what you expect, I guess. How, how Do you think there's a good chance that uh, they're going to be sticking around for a while, though? Uh, Mazepin and your old, yeah. old colleague at Haas? I think, I mean, I think that Haas needs the money no matter what. They'll take it if it's coming from any mm-hmm. source. And Gene Haas is looking less and less interested in, in owning the team. So, I think if they... If they fail to, you know, perform next year with the new regs, I think that they could very well just buy out the whole team, mm-hmm. and that's gonna be, I guess, a seat for Nikita for the foreseeable future. Yeah, I think I don't know with the with the cost cap and everything though. You, you think Gene Haas might be thinking like he could find some sponsor money elsewhere? Maybe I think, I think if they could maybe make it more perform. manageable. I think I, I think they need some results before they can get some good sponsors. I think else, uh, yeah, I don't yeah know, they're in a tough position. Because, I mean, they need the position. money, and they can't just drop Mazepin out of nowhere because they need the money, and they can't really get new sponsors with Mazepin because he sucks. 
The yeah, car sucks. The car and they sucks. have no money, so they they're between a rock and a hard place. <laughs> it's it's a tough position for for Haas, definitely. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if I saw a buyout of the team though. Gene. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think a lot riding on the new rings. Left. Yeah, definitely. But um, yeah. Speaking of the the cost cap, I think it'd be uh, interesting to see if like uh, Russell and Bottas did a swap. Mm-hmm. And Williams went on the up again, and Bottas was in a race-winning car where he's competing with the likes of Mercedes, or maybe even beating them know. outright. That's a pretty big <laughs> jump. I mean, I think I think if I any think of those it's... backmarker teams could do it, I think Williams is the one. I think I mean, yeah, they, they have the, the history and they have the new new management. Hopefully, some new money. I don't know, not that many sponsors, so I don't know how much Dorothy money they have. Is giving them a huge injection. Yeah, more hopefully. so on the infrastructure side, obviously, but. The foundation is where it matters. And I, th- I think out of all the bottom teams, they're probably going to take the biggest jump with the new rigs. I think so. Yeah, definitely. And they'll, they'll have, I think from last year, probably the most aero time or uh, wind tunnel time. Yeah, wind time. tunnel time. Yeah, because they're last place right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah the Haas is ahead of them, but um, we'll see. We'll I, see. I think that would be interesting. That would be very interesting. I, I have been thinking, <laughs> I don't know, would Russell regret a switch? I mean, if that turns out to happen, then I think so. But... Uh, I think just given given history the past couple Mercedes of years, there's will, no reason to expect that to happen. Do you think Mercedes will nail the next set of regulations? I think next they... year. I think definitely. I think it, it's. Uh, I think they still have, even though they're like limited by cost now, like to what everyone else is spending. I think they still have you know a great culture, great talent, engineers mm-hmm. and designers, and I think that they can still do a lot with even uh, constricted resources. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe. You know, losing all that extra money will hurt them compared to you know midfield and smaller teams. Yeah. But I still think they're going to be a, a top contender for the foreseeable future. But a new engine could change that, maybe. I don't know. But that's still, I think, like three or four years away. Yeah, not for a while. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, as far as Bottas's chances, I, I think the only way he stays in F1 is if they do a driver swap with Williams. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't know who else Williams put in that seat from Aiken? their young I don't academy. know I don't think they're rushing to put Aiken, Aiken in that I think, seat I think his, what about his Chadwick? chance has passed <laughs> I think I think I think the Williams young driver with the biggest chance is probably Dan Tictum I mean he's he's had some pretty impressive results this season uh, I think a podium or two maybe even a race win but I, I don't know about that but he's he's driving pretty pretty quick yeah, um, Tictum's good yeah so maybe I think I think if it's between him and Valtteri, I think Valtteri brings the experience and car development feedback probably, but take them more exciting, more upward mobility. I guess a chance of of a real like uh, you know star because Botas, his you know it's already written you know what what he's gonna be. He's <laughs> yeah. not really gonna I think shatter any any expectations. Speaking of like potential driver switches and the new set of regs coming up, meant to bring the teams in the midfield and. Uh, the back market teams closer to the top. What do you think about Pierre Gasly staying at AlphaTauri? Um, possibly. possibly. <clears throat> Friends Toss was saying, you know, we'd we'd love to keep him. Pierre's definitely like if there's like a ranking for like how well drivers fit in with a team, you know, how comfortable they feel within a team and how much they can extract out of a car, Pierre's gotta be up there on that ranking. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's he's out driving that car 100%. The yeah, things so, he's done like this year, last year with that Alphatari is insane. I think yeah, a lot of it is like that team chemistry. He seems to have a amazing relationship with his engineer. Definitely one of the best. Yeah. Um and he's r- right at home. Yeah. Uh, in that. I think it's interesting. I mean, 
I mean, the whole point of AlphaTauri is kind of to be a, a Red Bull development team. Well, they call it yeah, sister team, but it sister is developed. But it's for yeah, for young drivers usually. And so Pierre is getting you kind think of old. Red Bull would like the main like like Red Bull as a whole would still try to keep them designated as a B team. I mean, I think ultimately it's still up to Helmut Marco because he's still in charge of all the driver decisions at Red Bull yeah. and AlphaTauri. Um, but I think that. I hope Pierre can get a chance at like another team, but yeah. I don't see any other spots opening up unless Alpine drops Alonso and decides to... I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, Mercedes is a very slim chance if they decide to pass on George Russell. I don't see it happening. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Red no. Bull is not taking him back anytime soon. They have Checo, and he's doing more than Pierre where Albon ever did in that seat. Ferrari... Has plenty of options. I think he's yeah, going to no, be last in line. Uh, McLaren. Aston Martin, no. If Ricardo continues to underperform, if this is just a blip, oh, an be exception, that could maybe be an interesting fit. But again, that's a pretty big assumption. And I think he still has a couple years in his contract anyways. So I, I do want to see Pierre stay in F1. I think he's very talented. He's, he seems like a very great gonna, guy. got to stay there but in yeah, then. Yeah, it's, it's a tough situation to be in. We'll yeah. see. We'll, be, we'll uh, see. Who else is uh, anyone else contracted on the that needs an extension? Uh, I think we'll see, Geo, Lewis is Geo's still is negotiating up his, but it's pretty much a done deal. I think. I, I think Toto said something about. He kind of said something that insinuated that he's staying. Yeah. When yeah. talking about, like, he was talking about um, the timeline for like when they want to announce their driver lineup. He was like, "There's only one seat." to compete for <laughs> and he was uh, he was talking about obviously Russell and Bottas yeah. so I think he's obviously implying that Lewis has every plan on staying yeah but I mean yeah, I think a Gio might be up you said I think Gio's up I'm not sure if last year his extension was just one year yeah um I don't well, know I think I think he's him, pretty safe as long as like another he needs to Italian keep, Ferrari prospect doesn't show up to take his spot he should be okay for another year or two probably he does need to keep consistently outperforming Kimi though to show that yeah. he's on a consistent you know Upward trend. I mean, this as, has been his, his best season, I think, that we've seen oh, from him. Oh, definitely, yeah. yeah. No, he's definitely one of the more underrated drivers. Mm-hmm. Um, but we know the harsh reality. F1, I'm not sure if they want to clear... I don't know if Ferrari want to clear way for another young driver to get the chance, possibly. Um, for all the Kimi fans, I'm sorry, but I personally don't think he should <laughs> be taking up that seat anymore. Yeah, um, I mean, it would be nice to see someone young just from the Ferrari Academy get, a, get a, a shot. Or the Sauber Academy. I mean, Tio Porcher... Is a sober prospect, right? Yeah, and he's and he's, he's F three, F two. I think he gra- yeah, he's in F two now. So he might be taking that seat anytime we'll soon. I mean, Maybe, if, they, if he I gets think, enough super license points, yeah. But I think I think it, I would be surprised if they decided to swap uh, Geo instead of Kimi. But you think they'd take out Kimi first? It, it would make so. sense. Geo is Italian. I think so. Yeah, Italian I think team. the Ferrari would prefer that, and I think that. Uh, Sauber still wants to maintain a Ferrari relationship for the time being, at least. So I, I think so, but we never, I, we, there's no way to tell. I don't know. There's time to tell. Big decisions to make for them, I guess. But yeah, I don't know. Mercedes. You th- Lewis said that, that he doesn't feel the pressure. Like I think right I think now. he's gonna resign. I think for another year or two. I don't see it. Oh, I definitely see him excited. I'm talking about like oh, even this the year? pressure from Red for, Bull for the championship because he 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 claims he doesn't feel any pressure, but he's feeling that's something. bullshit. Like, There's no way. Uh, do you think Mercedes, because they haven't had like a fight like this in so long, they're gonna bounce back even stronger? Or do you think it'll it'll just throw them so much off? Like they're gonna kind of just lose momentum right now. I I think that they will bounce back. 
but I think it'll be a little too soon. I think Red Bull has surprised everyone, and Mercedes especially, um, with, first of all, how fast Checo was able to get up to speed in that, mm-hmm. in that seat. Um, and also Max has just, I think, risen, risen to a new level, I mm-hmm. think, uh, from where he was before. Uh, and the whole Red Bull team is just like working as one unit and they're performing better than anyone's up than performing. So uh, I think Mercedes, they're still a fantastic team. They still have the chance and the talent to, to bounce back. But I think that Red Bull is is still, I think, the stronger team this year. Now. Yeah. yeah, I think it's interesting looking back more at the end of last year's season where you know we didn't expect anything too much out of the season. We obviously had the new rules. But I don't think anyone really, especially the fans, did not expect much to come out of it. We're gonna be like, okay, it's another another year for Mercedes. We'll, we're just gonna have to stick it out until the new reg changes. But um, I think after that um, win for Max in Abu Dhabi last year, uh, they <clears throat> I think that was the start of their momentum. You know, that rejuvenated them, the the pole and win. Yeah, and then I mean, what, what wasn't Abu Dhabi to Bahrain this year? That was his first back to back pole position. Yeah, pole right? position. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll see. Yeah. So we're gonna have the Red Bull ring. Then after that, I believe is Silverstone, right? Uh, that sounds right. Yeah. Uh, I think Austria that's a. Two, I think that's a track Mercedes will will take. Silverstone. Yeah, I, I think so. Sure, but I think Red Bull is gonna keep running the score in Austria. Yeah. Yeah. We'll I think they're gonna excel in Hungary too, given yeah. their car. I just know for sure this is going to be a very interesting season. Yeah. It's looking really good so far. The Honda engine, too. Because uh, they, they had a new they one really or an upgraded through. one for yeah. France. It's it's scary how much time they get on the straight. I mean, it's, Honda just has this, like, sixth sense just, like, to develop oh, when, an amazing engine right, and just they, disappear. They disappear. Like, what, I don't, they did it, like, last decade with... Uh, oh, with Braun. With Braun. The, <laughs> the Brackley team that became Mercedes. Yeah. I mean, they... Yeah. <laughs> Do it, to do, this, like to do it once is crazy, but to do that twice <laughs> in in within two decades, like what? What's going on? I think they on? just repeated the the ritual. They're gonna they're gonna come back again. I guess in a couple of years they're gonna have a, a shit return and then a rise back to prominence. They're gonna announce that they have to leave. Yeah, and then they're gonna they're gonna give a championship winning engine once again. That's Honda. <laughs> That's Honda. <laughs> uh, uh, Vitek, but power. you gotta love them for it. Yeah, but um. I think that's, that's I think all we have for yeah. you guys today. Yeah, uh, thanks thank you for joining in. us and uh, tune in for the next episode after the uh, first round at the Red Bull Ring. Thank yeah, you very thanks. much. Bye bye.